Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. There he is. He's ready. John Peckham Podcast, Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance. Beautiful downtown Portland, Connecticut. I'm over the bridge, go one through, through set. Go through. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, my front spiel is getting worse. Getting worse. All right. See, I'm trying to think. I'm thinking that I got it, and I don't think I have it. Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance. What do we do? We go over the bridge. We go through one set of lights, and we look left. And then here we are. My name's John Peckman. This is a podcast. We're on planet Earth. We're here with Mark Mercier. I'm very excited. I'm excited. I'm excited here. to be here. I Good. Am. Thank you for having I'm me. I'm glad. Uh, keyboard player. I almost said founding member of Max Creek, but then we talked about that. But anyway, Max Creek has been around for 51 years. That's crazy. Yeah. 51 years. Wow. Um, and you've been there for uh, most of them. Most of them, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, if you want to take us, take us to the be- to your beginnings as much as you can, and then we'll then we'll get into the whole thing. But anyway, I, I'm sure most people know if anybody's listening. Max Creek. I mean, you guys are like a uh, like an absolute foundation of the Connecticut music scene for fifty something, fifty one years. I mean, for real. Yeah, yeah. It's been out there been doing it. Something to be said for longevity. You know. <laughs> Yeah, longevity and talent are two entirely different nah, things. But <laughs> please, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's why you've been around for fifty-one years yeah. because people stay away. No, when you play. because we have a good time. I think that's, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um. So where did you where did you grow up? I grew up in Maine. Oh, okay. In South Portland, Maine. Oh, wow. And my dad was a radio and TV broadcaster. Oh, oh. Okay. So he was kind of used to being in front of front of the public nice. and and this was in the infancy of television i mean it was first on the radio and then tv oh wow came in so this is wow. this is in the early 50s late 40s that must have been wild he was, was like i'm gonna get into this because it's new yeah oh yeah, yeah. i went to emerson and wow. uh, you know won the gi bill wow and uh and uh he probably was people are going ah it's never gonna television right, who's gonna right. watch that <laughs> you know and you wind up with a tv you know with a screen about that big sure. and a box about that big wow. but it, it took off uh he um was pretty much a celebrity in in the, the the central Maine area. Yeah, that's cool. You know, that's cool. And went from station to station, and <clears throat> you know, of course, when you, when you're a TV broadcaster, it really your days are limited because you know you get a new management in there, and all of a sudden he has a different concept. And oh, I see. You're in. He you know, yep. you're out. He's in. Yeah, all this sort of stuff. So yep. he went from station to station, but in the meantime, he he was a musician. My grandmother was a singer in the Baptist Church. Oh wow, she had a beautiful voice. Yeah, that's cool. And so that was kind of the g- genetically kind of passed down yeah. to the rest of us. Yeah. But in the family, we were required, my older brothers, my younger sister, and I were required to take two years of piano lessons. Good. From grade four through grade six. Wow. And then if we wanted to continue it, we would. So, yeah, yeah. you know, we bought c- several copies of Teaching Little Fingers to Play, John Thompson, <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Took from Mrs. Shaw, who was a little old neighborhood lady. And uh, I just never stopped. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, my older brothers decided when they got into junior high school that. So, is it when they did their time, they were like, they I'm were, out? That, that's it. And you stuck with it? I stuck with it. Were you the only one of your all your siblings? That's yeah, pretty much. Wow. Pretty much. Um, that's cool. Uh, my oldest brother, Pete, was a guitar player and he was in the folk music scene. Okay. So, that was back in the days we used to have Hootenannies. That sure. was the mid 60s. That's what they say. Yeah. My older brother, Matthew, was a uh, kind of a jazz pop guitar player. He's, he was good. He was a musician of the family. Oh, wow. And it wasn't me. I was just kind of like the guy sitting uh. there, you know, playing, playing, you know, spinning wheel out of John Thompson. Yeah, right, right. Four. So, did they all do the piano and then went to guitar? Yes, and you're, yeah, the, you're well, the one that stuck I was with the one it. That stuck with it, yeah. Wow. So, um, so, yeah, you know, I. I Musically speaking, I was kind of like a little man on the totem pole as far as the family is concerned. Yeah, right. But it's interesting. My brother, uh, older brother, went to New York City, uh, and and used to play in bars down in New York City. And he was just he was absolutely fantastic. It was wow. great. Everyone loved him. And I, uh, I had the opportunity to go to University of Maine and Gorham State Teachers College, which is now part of University of Maine, as a music teacher. Oh, cool. And I opted to go to Hart College of Music. Oh, okay. as an organ major. Oh, in, wow! In in, uh, hey. in Hartford. Wow! Because I was uh, drafted by my minister, Methodist Church, to play organ. Wow! Because I was the only one that knew how to play keyboards. Oh, right. You know, youth group. Right. So I, I decided to kind of like pursue it. So that brought me to Hartford, and and I really wanted to get the hell out of Maine. I really did. Really I wanted, wanted to get out of the umbrella of my older brothers and kind of like I guess if I could find something on my own. 
Yeah, right. Um, wow. But that that's it, you know, so wow. I, I came down to heart. So church, so what's the curriculum? Like, what's different from, pian- well, I mean, I think I know the difference, but an organ major, like, what's the deal? Organ major, you have, well, first of all, you got to play with your feet. Oh, okay. You know, right, okay. And, so and, a, and, and you really uh, have to kind of like split your brain to the right hand, left hand, right uh, foot, left foot. Yeah. And, and at the same time, there's all this mechanical stuff that you have to deal with. Wow. Like pushing, pushing buttons and pushing pistons and wow. turning pages and pulling yeah. out the stop. Wow. Um, and it's all hand position because an organ, you can lean on the keys or you can press the keys. It's the same volume, you know. Oh, I see. So piano, wow. you know, the velocity. Sure, you got to be there. Yeah. 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 So um, wow. really, you learn, how to, you learn how to move your hands to the most optimum Sure. Way to to make your to, mo- to max make move. Work. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, and it's interesting because uh, um, this is this is kind of like what brought me into into the whole musicality situation because when I when I was playing piano, I learned how to play by ear at an early age. Sure. And so I could approximate all this stuff. Yeah. If I heard someone play a piece, I could play it back. Yeah, hey, that's cool. And it's very cool, but it makes you lazy. Oh, you know, it oh. really does. And and you know, for you to actually get down to see. What does this chord consist of? Or yeah, what, yeah. what happens here? You don't have it. But when I went to heart, when you're playing organ, you have to decide what finger you're going to put on what note oh. at what time. So you had to really take each wow. piece apart by Bach. So it's know? a whole oh, different... Oh, man, yeah. Wow. But it really, it, you know, you get kind of drawn into that kicking and clawing, but it really helps you out. So here, so if you... So what you're saying is you're... Well... Does so piano, your piano skills relate to organ skills? Yeah. How much? Not as much as you're saying. Not as much as someone would think, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the, theory is theory, right? The theory is theory. Yeah. But, but uh, um, whole different, whole different mechanical wow. situation. The the cool thing about the piano, of course, is you have the dynamic dynamics within the instrument. Yeah. You play loud. You play soft. Right. And organ is just. And organ is just if you sustain. The only way to sustain is to actually, you know, take one note and like bleed it over into another one, and that's the oh. only thing you got. But the organ is great; it's a great instrument. You know, you sit wow. down at that thing, and you have incredible amount of power. Is there um, power corrupts? It does. <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely. Wow, that's that's wild. So, all right, organ. Yep. How many different kinds? So, are are, are is there a standard the way they work? Like you're like you're talking church organ. Would yep. you? Okay. Is there a standard? There, there kind of is. Um, okay. I learned on a Hammond C three, oh, wow. okay. and I, I had no idea what a Hammond C three was back then. I just knew it as a church organ. Oh wow! And uh, um, you know, probably would be worth quite a bit of money these days. Yeah, but Back yeah, then, yeah. you know, you wanted to go over to a pipe organ because a pipe organ is just a, a that's the big boy instrument. Oh yeah, and okay. and not any of that. It's this big machine. Yeah, yeah. You know. Sure. And uh, wow. uh, it's just all these little little, little solenoids. And, and the stops are set up the same, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like from organ to organ. So right. there is a standard. There is a standard. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's co- kind of cool. Yeah. But the neat thing about the organ was, I mean, this is before MIDI. You have, you have like multiple keyboards on the organ. So you have like sure. the, the, the bottom keyboard, the middle keyboard, and you can kind of tie them together with what they call couplers. So you can play the middle keyboard from the bottom keyboard. Right, or okay. Or play all three keyboards, and then you push a button, and it changes the stops. So all of a sudden, you have a whole different... So different the whole style. thing is just a performance. Yeah. Like, you got to remember yeah. where you are. But this was pre-MIDI. Wow. So this was like MIDI in the early stages. Sure, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. To, to two a couple things. keyboards together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, wow. That, so that's a, whole, that's a whole different thing from everything. It's great. Got to remember. Did you ever? Were you ever coupled when you were supposed to be uncoupled? Like you, it's the whole oh. thing's a performance, right? Oh yeah. So you just. Oh yeah. When I get to this part, they're coupled, and I got to remember to. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And there, there have been times, you know, when you play quietly during a funeral service, <laughs> and and you have what they call toe studs, you know, which are buttons that you push with your foot, and you push the wrong one, and all of a sudden you have full organ. <gasps> it's like, oh yeah, done that. You did there. you ever wake the dead? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Um, so organ major, did you, so then what? So th- you're like, oh, yeah. is this going to be my thing or rock and no, roll? You know or? what? I, I, I went through seven years of college. I okay. Mean, basically six, I went through five years 
and then it took two extra years to get the hell out because I just flunk, kept, kept flunking music history. Oh, wow. So, yeah, to get to get the degree, I had to go back and, and get the oh, scores. Man. So th- when I got out, I was, um, I worked at St. Joseph College, which is now University of St. Joseph. Okay. And, and uh, in the cafeteria, washing pots, and that's how I fed myself for four sure. years. And so I used to play during lunch for the nuns. Wow. And there was a nun there who was Irish, and her brother was opening up an Irish bar on Prospect Avenue, St. Paddy's Day. So they needed someone to play piano for Irish music on the first St. Paddy's Day. So I went in there, and I was playing St. Paddy's Day. And, you know, playing Irish eyes and Tura Lua Lua and stuff like that. The little old lady came up to me and said, you know, you got to get these people going. Give me the microphone. And she kept this whole sing-along thing going on. See, even nuns are trying to run the well, show. Well, yeah, you know. And we, we, Free bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we sat down for a beer in the middle, and she says, I'm a nun. I'm the principal of a high school, and I want you to be the music teacher in this high school. Perfect. So right there. You know? Wow. So I, for five years. So I you took, always played piano. You still had a hand. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah, yeah still okay. kind of a hand on a couple yeah. of them. Yeah. And uh, and so I taught for five years at Laurelton Hall down in Milford. Oh wow! You know that's cool. As a music teacher. Wow. Left there to tour full time with Max Green. Okay. You full time. So in there, somewhere, rock your rock and roll life starts. Yeah. You know how that happened? Uh, John Ryder was my but the roommate. Okay. Uh, he was the first person I met when I came down to the University of Hartford. Okay. And three years into it, he and Dave, and Dave's friend Bob founded this band with a Cordovox player. Named Kenny. Okay, so what's a chord of ox? Oh, you guys are talking like, about that. like an accordion thing. Accordion, that sounds like an organ. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah it is. It's, 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 is it related to the guitorgan? Remember the? You ever hear of that? <laughs> no, I've no, never no, heard no, of that. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, it, so uh, it's like right on, like rock and roll, accordion still hanging on. Yeah. Like, like, hey. There's, there's still know. that little lady, lady of Spain element to the whole <laughs> situation. So, you know, they, the three of them, or the, the four of them actually, Formed a group, and they used to play this place in Enfield called Shaker Park, which okay. is a which is strip joint. Oh, nice. And they would play in between the strippers. Yeah. And Not Ken, a bad Ken, place to be in between strippers. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Kenny, the quarterbox player, decided he was on to bigger and better things. It was just those three. And oh, he, they started, so he couldn't even get action at the strip joint no, at that quarterbox. No, He's <laughs> like, I'm out. <laughs> you better <laughs> off hanging out with nuns. You've gotten a job. <laughs> I think when you were an accordion player, the <laughs> yeah, I know it. It's like the next best thing is to be like a trombone player. Or something. Right, right. <laughs> um, but uh, nothing against trombone players. Sorry. No, no, I know. But uh, at any rate, so the three of them started to play. Their first gig was at this place in Washington, Mass., called Maple View Ballroom, and it was owned by Arlo Guthrie. Oh, wow. And so All they right. played there. And uh, This uh, would have been what year? Uh, so 1971. Okay. Yeah. And he came down to the Rocking Horse in Hartford, and they started to play a weekly gig there. Oh. And I used to go and hear the band yep. and dance to Max Creek. Oh. Before, I, you know, and I wanted to be in this band more than anything else in the world. It was just great. Wow. It was fantastic. That's cool. What were, what were they doing? They were doing they were doing some Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and some Jonathan yeah. Edwards. Yeah. A couple of original tunes. Yeah. Uh, they really weren't doing that much dead. Okay. They did a little band. And y- yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. Uh, you heard yourself in there. Yeah, yeah, and and they did some Credence. Oh, nice. You know, and all the stuff yeah. in the early 70s, it was, you know, folk music was a huge element of rock and roll back yep. then. Yep. You know, it's just great. And uh, so we used to we used to go down and dance to these guys, and I just sure. thought it was the best thing in the world. Wow. Uh, and I just wanted to be part of it. Well, guitar player Dave got appendicitis. His parents were Christian scientists. Oh, no. So... They didn't believe in taking him to the hospital until right. his appendix burst, and then they finally relented. But in the meantime, they had a couple of gigs, and John knew that I knew the music, so I came down during Christmas break and practiced so that they could fulfill a couple of gigs. Sure. And I just, I just never left. Nice. So this is about a year and a half into it. And, and when so he came back and was like, "I'm better," and you're like, "Oh, well. yeah, yeah, yeah." And all of a sudden, they had a keyboard player. Wow. Yeah. That's heavy. And you're teaching the whole time during this, or yeah. when, when? Okay, so yeah. you're kind of doing it all. Yeah, coming up to uh, to make that scene. Yeah, yeah. And then, what happens then? When does it become the start to become the Max Creek that we recognize? It was a Max Creek that we all recognized back then. Okay, nineteen seventy two, seventy three. What makes it Max Creek to you? 
Just curious. It is. You know? It's, you know, musically speaking, were we the best technicians in the world? No. Are we still? No. So what? But there's still this this communal aspect to the whole situation where people kind of like tune into, I shouldn't say tune into the party because it's not necessarily a party. Right. But they tune into it's the scene communally. I was just going to say, yeah, well, you're saying it's it's a community. Oh, it sure is. Yeah. So that was, that. that's day one. Yeah. That's the thing. Absolutely. Cool. That's you really know? cool. And for some reason or another, the music was, was, was a big part of this. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. I really don't. But, but even before I was in the band, there was a Max Creek community. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's not like uh, us and them, like we're showbiz, we're the band playing to you. It's like it, a thing. It was all one, all part of the whole situation. Yeah, yeah. Is that, was that community, because, you know, was it modeled on, if, is, it the, is it a Grateful Dead, is that the idea? We didn't know anything about the Grateful Dead. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested, yeah. interesting how culturally, it, you it, know, how people, there's just people that, that are into showbiz and people that are into the community. That's interesting. Yeah. It, it had these ideas all at the same time, back, isolated from each other. Then, then the idea of the family band. Oh, okay. It was a family band. There were a bunch of family bands. There was a, um, uh, who, who was another family? You know, there were there were a lot of them. Grateful what does that mean? You mean literally related people, or no, no, but all part of the same community that okay. they call themselves family. Okay, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, you know, and it was a very, it was a very early seventies thing. You okay. Yeah. Uh, it was a very Woodstockian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of situation. That's cool. You know. That's cool. And, and the Grateful Dead were only one of a whole series. I mean, quick, you know. I imagine, yeah. I could imagine yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So this this was like you were this region or area's family band, kind of. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Were there others? Probably. We didn't know too much about okay. what was going on down in Long Island. Just kind of doing your thing. Yeah, doing our thing. Yeah. You know. Wow. Um, wow. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So then you just kind of... Uh, what, so who, who, well, who's in Max Creek now? Who's original? Like, how does that? I don't know the whole. Okay, uh, uh, Max Creek now is is John, okay, the bass player who's original. Okay, uh, and is Scott yep. who actually was in the band before I was. Wow! But he was only fifteen. He got caught drinking a beer in the rocking horse, and they <laughs> kicked him out of the band. <laughs> So then they brought me in, and then we brought Scott back in. Oh, okay. So at that point, there were two guitar players. There was yep. a bass player, a drummer, and a keyboard player. Wow. And uh, um, and then um, the guitar player, Dave, left for more of a solo career. Okay. At that particular point. So then Scott became the one and only. Scott became the one and only, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And, wow. then, uh, and then we were playing a show in uh, Connecticut College, and we heard this percussionist. Uh, Rob Freed, wow, who we yeah. thought was just great. So I asked yeah. him if he wanted to be in the band. He said, sure. Sure. So the rest there is history. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, so picking up steam with them, you would say? like, So you're saying at, at one point you were like, okay, I'm going to quit my teaching job? Um, yeah. This was, this was probably 10 years after the band oh, okay. was founded. Okay. And I only taught for five years, five of those years. Okay. And so uh, at that point, we were starting to play in places like North Carolina, South Carolina. Okay. Virginia. We had a big contingency in Virginia, upstate wow. New York. Uh, and and uh, we had a truck. Yep. We had a PA. Yeah. And we would just drive around and play. Yeah. And so we did that full time. Wow. Uh, after uh, 1980, 1982. Wow. So I quit to wow. join the band full time. Wow. Okay. That's when you're like you're now we're rolling. Yeah. Now we're just doing it. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Yeah. That's really cool. And that lasted about ten years. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. What that? And then what? And then what? Scott, Scott, um, <clears throat> Scott's wife decided was having twins, and Scott oh, decided wow. he better quit. Oh, and okay. Get a full time job. This is like around, <clears throat> excuse me, around ninety two. Ninety two. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we got a job at Betatech outside of Boston. Okay. As a software guy. Okay. And he was going to quit the band. And I never really, for some reason or another, never really fully believed that we were all done. Yeah, right, right. You know. Yeah. And uh, I, went to, I went to work for TSS, to Technical Support Services, which was a sound company back then. Okay. 
uh, as a salesperson. And you know what? That was pretty fortuitous because I learned about sound systems. Yeah, right, right. You know. <clears throat> huh. And, uh, and, uh, it, but it didn't break the band up. No, it, it never did. You know, all of a sudden we would get an offer for a show. Let's do this show like at Mad Murphy's. Or yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Scott would come down and play it. And it was kind of a gradual thing that over a year and a half we got back into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but going at it through that that whole other time, just like building the thing. So it was like a slow build. Yeah. It's kind of like doing yeah. things here, doing things there. Yeah. yeah. Then all of a sudden it starts to happen. Yeah. Start to piece it together. I, I don't know why we were still together. Um, <laughs> I did, you know, everyone's got an ego, you know, yeah, and a lot sure. of bands break up because... Different people have different concepts of what the band should be. You get disagreements. You get loggerheads with other people. Yeah. So it's like, oh, no, I'm out of here. You know, like yeah, George, yeah. George Harrison. Well, I guess I'll see you around the clubs. Yeah, yeah, right. You know? <laughs> we'll just get clapped in We'll it. just get clapped in. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, but we never, we never even thought about breaking up. Wow. I don't know, that never entered our heads. Yeah, yeah. You know, we loved it too much. I can't say that it wasn't a party scene. Sure. You right. know, it was as much social as it was musical. Yeah. And I could say sometimes the music took backseat back seat to the social aspect of the whole mm. situation. Oh, wow. Well. You know, it was the 80s. Yeah, right. You know. Well, as long as everybody's... Uh, the 80s. Yeah, know. yeah, sure. <laughs> yep. So. Um, well, I mean, whatever. I mean, as long as it, people are having fun. Uh-huh. I mean, you know. Yeah. Able to, to do it. So, um. So I would I would imagine I mean I don't know if you probably you probably don't call it anything but I guess I guess jam band is that I yeah that, I guess what I'm getting at is like you say if everybody can express themselves yeah. in the in the band as the thing it's not like well I'm not getting enough solos it's everybody right right Kinda. yeah I mean you still feel that way I mean I have nights when I have no solos and it pisses me off. <laughs> Does it make me want to quit? No. Right, right. No. You just that's go, that's the way it went. A, that's the way it went for yeah, that yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. You know, the next night, old Scott's a little off, so I take more, more of the solos and stuff like that. It's just, yeah. what we did arrive at is we, we arrived at a round robin song selection thing. Oh, okay. So it's like Scott, then John, then me, Scott, then John, then me. I see. Or, you know? I like see. That, which makes it fair. Every, right, right. Scott has some incredible original tunes. Yeah, yeah. He, does. he wrote the majority of the original tunes. Okay. John a second. I wrote like four, well, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I was, I was a cover band king. And so I, you know, taking a cover tune and then yeah, make, right. it, make it our own. Yeah. 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 Which was kind of a grateful daddy and kind of thing. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And who was the drummer all this time? Oh, that changed. Uh, yeah. oh, Bob, okay. Okay. Bob, um, in the, in the early nineties, he left, um, Again, his marriage wasn't doing too well, and he needed to mind his father's TV store okay. in downtown Holyoke. Okay. And uh, figured it would be more constructive also to his mental health to be able to do it that way and to sure. stay away from. Right. Well, he, the had, 80s. he had a little, yeah, the 80s, <laughs> and then he had a little liquid substance abuse problem. Okay. So he, yeah. he, he wanted to conquer that, and he has since. Hey, that's good. And so then we got uh, Greg DeGuglielmo. Okay. I don't who was know. the drummer right after that? Okay. We, the drummer's been the hot seat in the band. Oh, I see. But, okay. But we're all still good friends. It's funny. Yeah, right. Right. So, so people, people yeah. come and then they they yeah. go eventually. Yeah. And then who I'm trying to think of when I started crossing paths with you guys, who was the drummer? I don't remember. I can't remember. Let's see. Name Gre- some more of them. Yeah, Greg DeGuglielmo. Okay. There's Greg Vasso. Yeah. I, m- I know Greg. Yeah, right after Greg Vasso, yep. there was... Uh, uh, I think Scott Alshouse was right after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's Bill Carbone. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I. Yeah. It sounds like Greg Vasso. That's when I kind of. Yeah. I was on the scene. They're all. They're all great drummers. Every yeah. One of them. You know? Yeah. We were very lucky. Yeah. But right. we used to. We used to hold auditions for drummers. You know, when one would quit, it's like wow. all of a sudden we would have an audition in downtown Providence. <laughs> you know, two hours before a gig, it's like okay, show up, play a song with us, and then play play some of the night. Whoa! With us and people would show wow. up. I think we had the. Well, I don't know who it was. You maybe you know his name or some. The drummer from Hothead Slater showed up. You know, with like with like you know four toms and yeah, yeah. double sticks and yeah, sure and fire and cymbals all over the place. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then and then other people and and Eamon, uh, uh who sure Eamon Cronin who was writers on the storm sure uh, applied for the drummer job. Too. Wow! Yeah. 
So we hit yeah. a whole bunch of people. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I know that's funny. What, I I can't. What was the name of his band? Eamon was um, Riders on the Storm, but his other band was Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun. Yeah, yeah. I I remember. You know, I don't remember why. I can't recall exactly, but I did way back in the day open for Midnight Sun in Providence, and really being impressed with Eamon's drumming. It was just different. He's a, he's a powerhouse drummer. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but I do remember, because it was a long time ago, but I remember being changed. You know, like I really? was just like, wow. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, and then later, it, he wasn't a drummer as much. Yeah. You know, once Ryder started. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I remember hearing him play drums, and it made me kind of like reevaluate what I was doing. He was one of the few drummers that could actually sing while he played drums. Yeah, there you go. You know, not too many can do that. Yeah, that's cool. You know, cool. like a Lee Von Helm kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, Eamon is, is still a great musician. Yeah, oh, yeah, great. yeah. We just saw him this past weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's cool. You know, so it, it's been, you know, it's been a very, very long, strange ride. Yeah, yeah. But still, you know, even after 51 years, I just, I can't imagine not doing this any more than I can imagine not having, like, two arms. Yeah, right. You know. Well, that's cool, though. That's the way... It, I guess that we all, that's what we all hope, wish for, some kind of continuity well, with people that you enjoy being with. you got to be careful what you wish for. Uh-oh. During a radio interview, and there was a Tufts University, they said, what do, you, what, what do you want to happen to Max Creek in the future? They said, and I said, well, you know, I don't necessarily want to become rich and famous, but it would be nice to be able to play for a long time and have people still come out here and appreciate you. Sure. And and now I would change that. I sure would like to be rich and famous. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it's never too late. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'd is like it? to think that. I don't know. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What would they like this? Notor- you're you're notorious. <laughs> yeah. Instead of rich and famous, is like notorious, I guess. Right? Oh, well, you know, being a classic, that's it has benefits and it has drawbacks. No, I mean, yeah, but you know, you know how it is. Like, you... You guys, I'm sure there's got to be countless, countless people that you, um, did that you changed their lives for the better, and and brought them things, experiences, music, um, where it counts. I mean, can you imagine the impact that you've had on people? I, you know what, you don't really think about that. Well, you, you know, should. I mean, a lot of people come up and say, you know, I heard you guys, and it really. Maybe you want to play, or maybe you want yeah. to do this or that. Yeah. Uh, uh, the thing that is largely on our minds is the number of bands that used to come hear us that have surpassed us. Oh. Uh, you know. Yeah. And and uh, that's that's tremendous. I love to see that. A little jealous. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I gotta, yeah. gotta admit. Yeah. But uh, uh, I love to see that happen. Huh. I know. Technically speaking, there are keyboard players out there that can play circles around me. Oh wow. But. I have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. That's a, that's a Levon Helm quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, um, I, I'm, you know, I I really like to hear other keyboard players get up there and just wail and do stuff that I was never able to do. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Know? Yeah, so you appreciate uh, that. Yeah. Well, who uh, are some of your favorites like in that realm? Like, oh who do you my, think of when you... Oh, my God, I think of Zyner. Yeah, right, sure, you know, sure. you got to think of him. Yeah, yeah. He's just an amazing keyboard player. Yeah. I always thought of um, uh, Pat Nigro. Okay, yeah, sure. You know, I Pat. never... I always heard about him. It, that was right before my time. <laughs> he was that's incredible. Name, he was a percussionist who yeah. learned how to play keyboard kind yeah. of like a percussion sort of way. Yeah, that's a uh, name I've always heard. Yeah. And uh, Bo Sasser was just an unbelievable keyboard yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I quite know him. Yeah, yeah, but there's, there are so many out there that just... Yeah, are, are fantastic that do things. You know, you're always aware of your own drawbacks. Sure. And and you're more aware sometimes of what you can't do yeah, than right. of what you can do. So that's that's kind of like where my mind is at, you know. Yeah, right. Um, it's like, shit, man, this guy is doing this, that, and the other thing. I wish I could do that. Uh, so, you know, you go down to you, you, it keeps you, no, it really keeps you fresh. Yeah. It keeps you practicing. Yeah, no. And it gives you something to head for. I, I, I hear you. I mean, I try to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but you know, now I'm starting to sound like Mr. Rogers, but it is kind of true. But there's only one you. There's only we can only be who we are. If you f- if put it this way, if you felt like your personal individual expression, if, if you were not expressing yourself as an individual, you what you do, what you can bring. Yeah. If you weren't, 
that's a different story. But if you are, and it, and it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, what more can you, you know, you know what I mean? Cause like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm making any kind yeah, of sense. No, but, you're absolutely making, but like when you're, you, when you're, there's a, there is a certain, um, frame of mind for me, I find where you're, I'm trying, I'm cause I'm the same way. I'm trying to qualify. I think, well, you know, I want to be like, and then after a while I just go, well, you know what? I've been doing this enough years that the, I am yeah. me, my thing. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. I don't well, know. If it's no, a, I mean, and you do that extremely well. I mean, ah, you really whatever. do. You, got, you bring your own personality into your playing all the time. It's just beautiful stuff. Well, I don't. I don't really trust my personality that much. <laughs> to tell the truth, I, there, there was a time, and I know there was one night we were playing the living room in Providence, Rhode Island, and it's one of the few nights I actually took a couple of hits of pot before I climbed. Oh, on stage. hey, wow! So I don't do that because. Oh, really? Yeah, because before. rocks are talking about me whenever I do that. But, oh, I see. <laughs> but so I'm on stage, and it's like, you know. No one can beat me at being me. Right. That's what I'm saying. You know, so if I'm the best me I possibly can be. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. But then, you know, I still got this Paul Simon thing in the back of my head that you do a solo. It's like, that really sucked. (laughs) 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 You can do better. The Uh, tiger could do a lot better at that one than I did. (laughs) Well, well, like you say, that's what keeps us in the getting in the ring again. Oh, yeah. Because I'm the same way. I mean, like, I... I don't know how often you're playing. I'm not playing nearly as much as I used to. And there is, no, you know what this is like, there's nothing worse. You're only as good as your last gig. Yeah. So like if I did the last gig and I wasn't as good as I thought I should be, it it just, it bothers me until I can get back in the ring oh, yeah. and prove to myself like, no, you're still, yeah. you're still okay. Yeah. But like, if you don't get that chance and for me, those chances become, and I'm just, yeah, I'm beating up on myself, yeah. for, you know, yeah. however long. Yeah. And then uh, there's the other thing that, uh, one way you get better is by playing with musicians who are better than yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. And, and of course, that puts me in, and in, 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 it's kind of ironic because it puts you in the position where you're not going to kind of match up, but you're going you're gonna to give it your best shot. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about you, though. I, sometimes, see, this is weird, but I kind of dig hearing people on the edge of their ability sometimes. Yeah. It's more exciting than somebody who kind of is holding all the cards and just kind of, you know, yeah. spewing it out. Yeah. Um, do you, I mean, I, you, you got to wonder, like, I wonder if in your, in your audience and your scene, if that's what people are responding to. Right. Cause that's your whole thing is it's not like you're slick and just going, Hey, listen, I'm going to impress you by, you know, I'm just going to throw out all my things and you're just going to think I'm awesome. And that's yeah, it. Because you're like making it, you're making it. You're making the thing in front of them. You're on the edge yeah. of your, you're using everything you have to make it happen. That's exciting. It, not, yeah. And not only that, it puts you in places that you, you really wouldn't be able to go on your own. Right. Uh, in other words, I did, I hear myself doing a solo. It's like, I didn't know I was capable of doing that. You know, I had no idea. Because you're in that moment. You're in the moment. Yeah. Hey, you, know. you know, and that's, that's a beautiful thing. You that's know. all you, well, yeah. That's and all you and then, you know, you're trying to replicate it, and of course you can't. No. You know? yeah, <laughs> no. A, I don't think I'll ever play the solo that well again. <laughs> you know? But that's why, that's probably why people over decades, they, because they know that like when they show up, you're, they're going to, they're going to try and make something happen. Yeah. And then when it does happen, it's beautiful and right. just there, custom, right. this right. moment. And there's, there's a lot more to music. And particularly when you have the communal aspect of the whole situation, than playing notes. Right. It really is. You know, then being able to play a, a huge amount of licks, I mean, you have to make it all matter. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I agree 100%. Yeah. Um, wow. That's wild. So, uh, so you don't consider it. All right. Well, you know what? So after 93, you don't, you don't, consider it a full-time proposition after that is that what you were more it, or less it, it always was um but then it just kind of creeping back yeah, creeping back yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's yeah and and <laughs> the funny thing is is that we did this gig at merrimack college and i can't remember when it was i think it was like uh, uh late 90s and uh, pretty poly was an agency out of boston and they booked us there and ari who was an agent there okay coming up to me during the break and says you guys amaze me he says every time i think you're down and out there you are again. <laughs> it's well, sort of like the proverbial phoenix that continues to rise from the ashes. Yeah. And that's kind of like where we're at. Well, it is. 
not a bad thing. No. I mean, is, you're oh, in one piece. You're okay. Well, also, we're not we're not trying to relive our greatest hits. Right. Where everything, every gig is new. Right. Everything is, you know, and it's fresh. And there's always new things going on. You what know? more can you ask for? So, yeah. And in a way, it was, it's been really cool not to have, like, you know, an American Pie that we have to play every right. show. Right, right, right. You know, right, right. And, and that's what people come to hear, you know. <laughs> if, I, if I were Don McLean, I would never play it. Can you well, imagine? He doesn't, he hates it. Really? <laughs> oh, I absolutely. Can play with, yeah. <laughs> but, but we don't have that. We, we're, not, we're not shackled by that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so every time we bring an original tune in, Everyone is like, oh, something new. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know? Well, that's cool. It I is mean, they're still cool. tuned in. People yeah. are still tuned in. Yeah. 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 Not by the thousands, but they're tuned, you know. Yeah. Well, not yeah, by the thousands. Right. It's all right. Why not? Yeah, we're doing okay. Hey, community's a community. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know Jim Chapdelaine, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the story he tells, he was, I don't know, playing a, playing a gig somewhere. American Pie, they kept bugging him. American Pie, American Pie, American <laughs> Fine, fine. Long, long time ago, this will be the day that I die. That's it. Just <laughs> read fill his, in the blanks. Read That's the it. digest yeah, version. Yeah. 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 I, lo- I love Jimmy. I oh, really yeah. Do. He's just great. Yeah, he's but he's, he's another one. He's just like so incredibly good. He has the ability to attach himself to, like Pivar, uh, multiple styles. Yeah. You know, you can just. Yeah, like, these are the. Yep. You know, all yeah. of a sudden you're, you're right there. And Jim is so talented. Yeah. Just, you know. Yeah, no, he's on the, the tippity top shelf. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and a great intellect too. He's just yeah, yeah, you know. total jerk though. Well, <laughs> I'm hoping he'll <laughs> if he watches this. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He actually uh, we, when we uh, um, we took one of our one of our vinyl albums and we released it on CD and we brought the tapes to his studio. Yeah, and of course we were rolling the tapes and, and oxide is flying off. Oh. <laughs> like that he says we got one take with this thing so we did it and and he was the one that helped us helped us actually put that on cd oh that's cool he has a drink the stars album it was a live album. oh all right cool cool yeah no i mean jim's the best i can't say enough good things i think of him every time i hear the channel 30 news theme it's just yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah totally um so talk about you because you were saying that you just did camp creek this weekend yeah when did that start how did that start? What's that all about? Oh, Lordy. Yeah, I'm just curious. Okay. We used to, we had a friend of ours, uh, Ken Caddick, and we used to be tied in pretty closely with uh, uh, Redlock Stereo, which okay. was really a, a huge cutting-edge stereo company. Sure. Uh, and they had two or three or four stores in Connecticut. Okay. But they, they were like top of the line stuff, and it was just beautiful stuff. And Kenny used to work at Fred Locke's studio. Okay. And so that's how we got locked into Kenny. Oh. And uh, Kenny had two friends, the Cushmans, Bill and Murphy Cushman, whose parents had an estate in Narragansett, Rhode Island, on the oceanfront. They used to do what they call the Narragansett blowouts. Okay. Which is people would come, we would play, they'd set up tents on the oceanfront. Sure. They wouldn't have to drive home because no one really wanted to be on the road after they'd been right. out doing whatever they sure, do. And then high tide comes in and all <laughs> suddenly. <laughs> yeah, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so that's, that's the camp, the, uh, the, the whole camp out. Okay. Started there. Yeah. Uh, we did. When? This is, this is. Like well late, into your. Late seventies. Oh, okay. So yeah. pretty early into your. Thing. Well, uh, yeah. It was uh, one of them. We were playing and the, the, the uh, bicentennial flotilla went past hey. the, big, the big ships, tall ships. That's kind of cool. So we, we, you hear tapes of us playing this, like, hello, the ships, hello, the hey, ships. Hey, nice. And they, nice. they were. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so that was 76. Okay, all right. Uh, so then that becomes like you just get the word out, like once a year, this is when we do the camp out or whatever. Well, th- there were only three of those. Okay. And, and, In uh, Narragansett. Yeah, Narragansett. And then a couple of things happened. We had a, um, an opportunity to do an outdoor show in North Granby. Okay. And it was supposed to be set up as a, uh, as a fundraiser for someone's bail. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> so he didn't do jail. it. No, we did it. Oh. <laughs> we, we renamed it. And John Ryder renamed it. Okay, this is going to be Camp Creek. So oh, okay. He, he was on one that coined the term. Okay. So it was in a backyard in North Granby, and we, we went and set up, and everyone showed up. Yeah. And the Granby police had no idea we were there. Oh, boy. And so we, we played that night, and then I 
left and played church on Sunday morning. Oh, wow. And then came back, and we played that afternoon, and everyone packed up and left. And the whole rest of the town just like, what just happened here? Wow. So that was Camp Creek. They didn't hear you? Camp Creek 1. Wow. They probably did. You know? But they were, before they could figure out. Well, they could figure out what was, was going over. on, yeah. And later that summer, we went and invaded this party that was already established party in, in Bodenham, Maine. Okay. And uh, we dubbed that Camp Creek 2. Okay. In the same summer. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. we went up and we, we called it Camp Creek 2 because we wanted to pull up the Connecticut crowd. So the thing was, like you say, just do an overnight. Yeah. So that people camp and see whatever, right. two shows or right. whatever. So we did three of those, I believe. They were, they were crazy. They were absolutely, the main people were out of their minds. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, huh. It was a good thing you got out. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of sorry I did. I oh, boy. Because it's happening up there now. Yeah. But uh, um, we did three of the Bodenham Camp, Creek, Camp Creeks. We played in this hay barn, which is a barn that is like, has, has an end to it. But as you go down towards the end of the barn, yep. the sides disappear, the roof disappears. And they would bring cows into it. That oh, way. I see. So the whole yeah. place was covered with cow manure, dried cow manure. So sure. people would dance. There'd be clouds oh. of cow manure coming up. Yeah, it's got to be good for oh, you. Yeah, it was great. It was, that's why oh. I talk the way I do now. <laughs> yeah, cow dung dust. Yeah. yeah, but they were so much fun. And we had pictures. Uh, the, the, barn, the barn was packed. Wow. It was great. Wow. So we did, we did three of those. And then we kind of rested easy on Camp Creek for a while. And I wanted to resurrect it. So... Um, we got in touch with the Arrowhead Branch in Parksville, New York. Okay. Through Amon. From oh, all right. And uh, we went and did two camp creeks there with Kenny. Okay. Aronson from... from uh, You're like, this is going to be our thing now. Yeah, but it didn't turn out the way. The second one was managed by, by David Graham, Bill Graham's son. Okay. He, he had his eye on other th greater things than Max Creek. Oh. He was just breaking the spin doctors back then. Okay. Was traveler. Yeah. So we only did two of those. And then we went various places, you know, Escohegro Island. Went um, Woodstock, Connecticut, did a couple of those. Okay. And then we finally, through Amon again, landed at uh, the Indian Lookout Country Club in upstate New York. Right. Yeah. So, and we did, I think, 12. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I have a list somewhere. Right? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I did at least one of those. Yeah. But, I mean, this is this is the whole concept of the camp out thing. The, the, the original concept was because we didn't want people to go anywhere. Right. We wanted them to be able to stay. Right without having to jeopardize themselves by getting a DWI on the way right, over. Like right, that. and so then by the time it's over, everybody's chilled out, and now yeah, you can kind of... Yeah. And of course, people would be like, I mean, there'd be, there would be um, um, an alternate state of mind. Sure. So we say. Sure. And for them to drive... Right. Wouldn't be a good idea. So it know? was a safety concern. It, it, that <laughs> was part of the concern. Well, no, that's cool. But I mean, the then, you know, then everybody, you could just go nuts because, you know, you're not going anywhere yeah. for another day so you can enjoy yourself. Right. And the other the other part of the whole situation was you create a community that way. Yeah. And and I don't know. One aspect created the other. Um, it's who's to say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's where the whole situation started. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. And you just did. You said you just did one this weekend. This weekend. 30th wow. one. Yeah. Was it cool? Very cool. Wow. Yeah. Are they getting bigger, or are they just kind of? No, they're kind of like they're, they're kind of like. So you yeah, know what to expect. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, our biggest one was in uh, in uh, in Joinsburg, New York, and uh, it was it was in the thousands of people. Yeah, and uh, it was a lot of fun, but it gets it gets hard to handle at that particular point, you know. Oh really? Yeah. How so? Well, I mean, y you know, you have to have a security detail that that really is is on top of the whole situation okay. while understanding. Yeah. Where these people are coming from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and uh, uh, more so than in the past. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, people. I'll put it this way, okay? Yeah. People who trip these days, yeah, don't do it for enlightenment like we used to. I see. I see. You know, we used to do it because it just opened up whole worlds for you. That's a Woodstock generation. It's like, oh my god, everything I see. is beautiful. You're not just trying to get wrecked. Yeah, and now people trip because it's like. Oh, I want to go as far out there as I possibly can. I see. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's a whole different mindset. And you, you want to get as screwed up as you can. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, it's kind of too bad, you know, because of the influx of hard drugs Yeah. Uh, really has made inroads into the whole situation. I see. Huh. Yeah. All right. So you got to keep everything cool. <clears throat> you try. 
you know, yep. you try. Yep. But what's nice is it is it at least this past weekend, you know, I could go around to the campsites and know almost a hundred percent of the people there. Hey, that's cool. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and there were over a thousand people there, and it's like, hey, Kenny, hey, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, is there um? Do you have you gone through generations? Do you they, think they're bringing their grandchildren? Yeah, yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. No, that's kind of good. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and people people come. It's funny. I have a friend of mine that I that I met at, at a party in in Simsbury, and she was in high school. And it's like, it was, you know, I remember meeting her, and we were doing a deck party. Yeah. It was on the back. And she left and had three kids <laughs> and came back. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now she's, you know, she was at the that show happens. this weekend. Oh, yeah. 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 I, even I found that, you know, people th- just raise their kids, and then when their kids are old enough, they kind of they yeah. yeah. filter back in. Yeah. And sometimes I think they want to bring them back into it to, to, because it represents such a warm mutual feeling that you don't get anywhere memories. else yeah. in life. Yeah. 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 See, that's what I say. That's what you got. That's what you did for people for. I mean, when you add up all those thousands of people, who yeah. cares how good your solo was? I wish you see I what wish, you did? <laughs> I wish they were all my albums. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you know, and I like it. It's like Camp Creek and I always like it. But I mean, there are so many gigs you like in this too. It's like you can go to Australia, but yep. there's nothing like coming home for Christmas. Right. For Thanksgiving. Right. Sure. And then being with the family and cutting the turkey. I'm sitting around the table. Yeah. And that's what Camp Creek is. Yeah. Um, it's a giant turkey is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. You give people a home. Yeah. 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 Hey, doesn't sound too bad. You know, it's wild. And so you were a uh, church organist the whole time. The whole time. Wow. Yeah. I played this. So one. your education did pay off well to a certain extent you know i i I mean you followed through i followed through i played this little episcopal church in downtown harford for 30 years wow and then left and i was like part-time here and there and now i'm I'm full-time in simsbury wow so i play pipe organ have have four choirs wow and uh does that so i'm sure there's overlap but is it you think that some people in that community that know you as a church organist have no idea that you're the max creek guy like the, that, the people at this place do. Okay. All right. You know, and, and it's kind of cool. They, they're totally understanding about this. Like yeah, if, yeah. I, if I come in, I, I no longer come in, you know, bleary eyed after Friday night or yeah, Saturday right. night or something like that. Cause I, 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 I try and yeah, as, yeah. as good as I can. Yeah. 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 But, uh, um, you know, if I'm, if I have a late night or something like that, they totally understand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, does the, um, I meant to ask this before. Does the, does the organ thing cross over at all? Yeah. Oh, wow. In what way? Well, uh, the, the aesthetic is the same. Yeah. Whether you're playing rock and roll or whether you're playing jam band or whether you're playing blues or whether you're playing, yep. no matter what the style of music or, or, or classical music, yep. it's still the same aesthetic. You know, there's still tension and release. Oh, okay. There's still chord progressions Aesthetics. that travel from point A to point B. Yeah. There's still cadences. Yeah. There's still, yeah. Um, you know... Uh, wow. uh, all the stuff that makes music makes music really move. Yeah, you know, because music is not a static thing. Right. You know. Right. And it happens. And you know, you use the tools that you learn playing church organ in a jam. Yeah. Situation, right. Or you use the thing you know in a jam situation, a build or something like wow. that when you're improving on a church organ. Wow. And uh, it's uh, interesting. It goes back and forth, but really, music has has a constant aesthetic, which is uh, it it. It's a nonverbal way of moving your soul. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Whether it's here, there. Yeah. You feel liberated when you're playing the Max Creek gig that you don't have to use your feet and remember to uncouple the. Yeah. Like yeah. you're just like, this is yeah. easy. It's just but, two hands. But and there's, maybe. Other th- there's other things. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, man, I don't like this patch. I'm going to see what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not liking the sound of the piano I have right at the moment. So oh, really? I'm around for something else. Yeah. Oh, boy. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, look at you. You use both feet. I, well, everybody everybody does. I'm not extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> just drums. That's funny. It's not just drums. It's well, just drums. whatever. Drummers are musicians, too. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> what they say. They're peop, guy, people that hang out with musicians. You yeah. know, the joke. What do you call a guy to hang out? Um, wow. All right. You know what?
we're getting close. So I want to, there's, there's like general wrap up questions that I okay. like to do. Um, are you a consistent practicer of your instrument? No. Okay. Okay. Um, more so now than before. Yeah. 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 Uh, because yeah. I now realize what I don't know. So now I got to, it's like, yeah, I'm really, you know, if I, if I play a gig with like Halley or something like that, yeah. stuff I need to learn. Yeah. 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 Or you just be like me and just don't learn them. <laughs> I can't do that. I know. I know you can't. <laughs> Um, do you, uh, Desert Island albums, a handful of albums that you would take with you to the fabled Desert Island forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Desert Island. Terrapin Station. Okay. Uh, Waiting for Columbus. Yeah, sure. Anything by Dr. John. Yeah. Um, um, the band Rock of Ages. Sure. Love that record. Um, what else? Oh, oh, uh, Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Um, Anything. Hissing of Summer. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that thing that she did at, at the Newport Folk Festival yeah, it's was crazy. outstanding. Yeah. It was great. It, I, I don't know if you agree. Sometimes, I, I, well, I guess you could say this is true of anything, but there are sometimes like that, moments like that, where you realize, in spite of what you might think, in some ways, we live in the best of times. Yes, we do. You know what I mean? Like, you're oh, just yeah. like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. I'm glad to be here yeah. to see this. Yeah. As opposed to what we're usually, or at least me most of the time, going, man, I wish I wasn't seeing any of this. I, yeah. You know, this, yeah. But something like that. Yeah. Gee yeah. whiz. Yeah. And this, there's a lot of other albums, too. I mean, I just... Uh, sure. No, I'm just uh, curious. Uh, I'm a big fan of Florence and the Machine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. My cool. daughter likes them. Nice. And nice. Uh, um, just a whole bunch of stuff. Do you... Um, kind of an oddball question. Uh Garth Hudson, yep, organist, yep, right, yes, yeah, interesting, yeah, yeah he was, and <laughs> Garth was, like, was do you guy. see a parallel, uh, a kinship in his uh, approach? To a certain extent, Garth yeah. was a little more outside than I allowed yeah. myself to be. He's he just outside of <laughs> outside of everything, everything. <laughs> and he was, you know. And I remember we were playing at the at the, I can't remember the name of the theater in Worcester, Massachusetts, and he we were opening air for him, and I asked him how he liked his keyboard. I yeah. think it was a Roland or something like sure. that. He says. Well, tonight I liked it. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, so I guess, you know, whatever happens, you know, happens yeah. happens from night to night. But he, he got further out than I, like I said, that I would ever allow. I'm very structured. I'm very theoretical. Okay. You know, yeah. that's the whole Bach thing. And he's just a free spirit. He's just a free spirit, you know. <clears throat> you know, five has to go to one. Five seven's got to go. It's just got to. There's no way around it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I just can't, you can't rip myself. I don't even think he that. goes to one. No, Sometimes. He I don't even think he knows what it is. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, I love Rock of Ages, too. Yeah. I was a big, big band fan from birth. I don't know if you heard that. I keep telling the same damn stories over and over again, but I had an uncle who was in the record business. When I was a kid, he worked for Capital. He used to send promos to the house. So I had band records in the house from day one, oh, wow. not knowing how lucky I was, yeah. but they were just around. So I was, like, banned from day one. Yeah. Um, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of nuts. Yeah, and so. uh, what I what I had every Grateful Dead album. No, I don't think I would. Yeah, you know, yeah. I would have like Terrapin. I would have maybe American Beauty. Yeah, and, and, yep. and that's it. You know, that's cool. Uh, Grateful Dead people gonna you know, like tar and feather me right now. But, yeah. Right. Uh, oh well. Yeah. Uh, Desert Island food. Desert Island food. Whew, sushi. Kind of okay. Sushi. Yeah, that's a good answer. Because yeah. you get it's, it's in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, um, desert island food. Gee whiz. You know, I don't know why I find that interesting. I, yeah, always yeah, yeah. Not too much sweet. Yeah. Uh, you know, you gotta have, I gotta have something crunchy all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if I'm writing music or I'm doing anything in front of the computer, I gotta crunch on something. <laughs> I keep a bag of pretzels beside yeah. me. Yeah. Um, what other desert island food? My favorite food. Oh, I don't know. You know, chicken marsala. Chicken sure. Marsala. Sure. You know? Yep. Um, Gotta love it. Yep. Cool. Um, if you could think of uh, one or one or a few mind-blowing musical shows that you attended that blew your mind, that were like, that you'll never forget, unforgettable uh, musical experience. A Grateful Dead, Augusta Civic Center. Okay. Uh, they did, I think, two or three of those shows. I don't know. This is the first one with Brent. Okay. And it was an incredible show. Wow. Just amazing show. Would have been what year? I don't know the oh God, I don't history remember. that well. Yeah. Me neither. 
Okay. Um, uh, what other what great musical events? I saw Ray Charles in, in, uh, yeah. in, uh, sure. in Warwick, the Warwick Music Theater. That was wow. great. Yeah. Um, Mind-blowing? You know, I'd have to really think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just curious. Yeah. Just try to, um, you know, hit on things to, to kind of define a little bit. I saw Dr. John in... Uh, in in uh, in Boston, wow! Uh, but you know, Doctor John, it's like Ray Charles. They used to construct their shows. Okay, you know, so it was yeah. like it was like yeah. this is the set list. This is what I'm yeah. going to do. I'm going to get up here. Yeah, I'm going to dance here. The trumpet sure. player is going to do this sure. here, and you could tell that it wasn't really, you know. Oh, right. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, a mind blowing show. Oh, you know what? The Muni used to put on shows. Yep. Steve McKay at the Muni, and uh, there was a African band called Samba and Go from Western Zaire. Huh. And they were absolutely spectacular. Wow! Not to mention the the um, the um, what's that New Orleans horn band they used to have there all the time. They were they were Dirty Dozen. Dirty Dozen drinks yeah. band. Yeah, yeah. We had them at Camp Creek. Oh, nice! Yeah. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I saw them at Toads once back yeah. in the day. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, I have never seen the Stones. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, nope. you know, I don't. I don't think I have any desire to. I don't know. Not 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 now. Yeah, at least. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right, cool. Um, anything else that you want to touch on in our last moments that we didn't that we no. didn't talk about that you're going to go, damn, why didn't I? Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you can always come back. Well, I, I, yeah. be grab me. I appreciate you having me here. At oh, all, yeah. You know? No, I mean, I want to get the story told. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, we're, you know, we're just doing the best we can. Yeah. We're, we're all up there. What's next? And for good or, good or ill, we're just going to keep going. What's yeah. next? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have some shows booked. Okay. I have some side project shows booked here and there. Cool. Uh, I am playing with a couple of really good musicians in the area. Okay. Uh, cool. Tim McDonald and yep. people like oh, that. Oh, yeah. He's just, just outstanding. Yeah. Um, have some church music planned. Have a wow. great Christmas Eve service planned. For, hey, that's cool. Yeah, for that's lesson, cool. lessons and carols, man. It's all about lessons and carols. Wow. It's kind of cool. It is very cool. Yeah. And with church music, you know, have, you have an audience that... You don't have to win them over. They're yeah, right, there. right. They're already there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, can you imagine there would be people that's so keyed into church music that they're making requests? Like, is there a free bird of church organ oh, music? Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, the Vidor Fifth Symphony finale. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that's the yeah. So how does someone re- yell out for that? <laughs> yeah, Vidor, play some Vidor. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> imagine. <laughs> kind of like, and yeah. you're like, so this is what you tried to escape with Max Creek. You're like, oh, okay, here we go. I got to <laughs> well, do this. The funny thing is, I don't, I don't know it. It's a pretty, it's a really hard piece. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so I gotta, I'm gonna have to one of these days actually sit down and learn how to play it. But it's all right. So it's like, it's like the American Pie of uh, church organ. It is. It is. Hey, yeah. that's pretty cool though. So you, you actually used. So were your parents happy? Two, two years of piano. You followed through oh, all no, the way. they were very unhappy. Why? Because they wanted me to learn how to play jazz. Oh, well. <laughs> they said, come on, don't learn some jazz, you know, because they were big Mel Torme guys. Oh, okay. Know? So to them, you that know, was real. Yeah. yeah, and Ella Fitzgerald and stuff. They weren't right. impressed with church music? Well, church music was okay. They yeah. were not impressed with Max Creek. Sure. Well, that's the whole point. Is all if lessons. your parents are impressed, you're, you're, you're not doing it right, right? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, Max Creek was just like it was a step down the stepladder. Because we we played a lot of tonic, it was very diatonic music. Oh, I see. You know, sure, it's sure. not very complex musically speaking. And right, jazz, but that jazz is like right. Here's this substitution here that sure. goes to this substitution. Sure, sure. This is why the the mind of Matt Zeiner is just like a constant. Yeah, you know something just, yeah. just amazes me. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. No, he's an amazing cat. Yeah, no doubt. Um, all right. I'm going to press the button. Okay. I really appreciate you being here. You know, it's meaningful. Thank you so much. You know, and, um, you know, I hope everybody uh, appreciates hearing your story like I did because we don't get the chance to ever talk this much, so it's worth it. And I appreciate playing with you. I mean, I have to Uh, say, it's just always inspirational to sit next to you while you're playing. Hey, whatever you say. If you say so, and ditto, (laughs) likewise, you know. Um, I am, yeah. That's cool. And we got something coming up. In a while. Yes, we do. Playing with Hallie. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Well, I'll see you there. All right. You know what I mean? I'm going to press the button. Don't get scared. Go for it, please. All right. You ready? Yep. All right. Thank you. Mark Mercier was here. I appreciate it. You didn't, you didn't have to come too far. Did you? you didn't come too far. 
I nope. can't hear you. What? Oh, never mind. Okay, never mind. <laughs> sorry. All right. John Packman Podcast, Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance, beautiful downtown Portland, Connecticut. Like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Thanks a lot. We'll see you later, kids. Mark was here. Drive safe. Thanks. Why do I say drive safe? No, I know, at everyone, home everyone should. All right. That is all.